Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 39. Today's episode is another installment of our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. Please note, the rest of this arc has sound quality different from our usual due to a temporary change in our recording conditions. I've cleaned it up as best I can. If it doesn't work for your ears, remember that you can visit our website, diceystories.com, to read the serialized version of this and our other adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. It was mid-afternoon, and you were given, given leave to... Go destroy this device that... Yes, we're totally going to destroy the device. bring back evidence of such. We totally wouldn't have done it without their permission. Definitely not. And we were given Spearmint. Spearmint? Mr. Spearmint, you know. Lieutenant Spearmint. But they said those titles are antiquated. Yes, Mr. Spearmint. He's coming with us to serve as our chaperone. But he's, you know, not fully on board with the anti-technology stance Yes. But he might not be all there, either. So, we're going to head back to Saffron to fly to these coordinates that they gave us. It's not super far away, but there's a river in the way, they tell you. In addition to the large Zerg presence, that's what they they don't go over there themselves. It's further east. Okay. I don't want anybody else following us to Saffron, though. Okay. Are they going to try to follow us there? Are they just going to let us leave? Yeah, I think probably some of them do follow you. They're going to climb? Because that's what we're going to do. Well, they'll follow you at least to the base of the cliff. Okay. Starting there. So if they're not going to try to climb up the cliff, then I don't care. I just didn't want to risk them trying to... Charge your ...destroy Saffron, like, that this is all, like, a trick. No, they do not want to deal with that. When they see it's up the cliff, several that are there, kind of at the ready, and they're watching warily. All right. But I do need average athletics checks to get up. Yeah, about that. By all means, go first. This is not my strong suit. Yeah, I'm trying to think about like the security of... But then I can help you guys up. So you seem to have the people's trust well enough. I'll go first. Oh, I rolled up a bunch of threats. But yeah, I succeeded. Success with two threats. Who can take two strain? All these people a little are, shaky getting up. All these people are watching and judging. Everyone is watching you, yes. Imogen? I fail with four advantages. Okay, I don't think you get high enough to hurt yourself. You start going up and you fall back down. Spearman's just out of the way. Excellent, another jerk. What do you do with my advantages? Would you like to recover some strain? Would you have some options here? I would like to do something that will help me get up this hill. Uh, I think you can get two blue dice if you can narratively construct why this is. Because I'm carefully watching what Spearman does? Uh, Spearman can give you an extra blue die even as he has two successes and two advantages. He actually looks familiar with this cliff, and he does this routinely, it seems. So we can say that Lily lowering a harness down and belaying or something like that. That sounds good. I like how I succeeded mine, but you actually know the terms. <laughs> like, I don't That's know. right. Jennifer can climb things in real life, but it doesn't help Imogen. All right. Now we have four successes and one threat. Uh, you can definitely take a strain as pieces of rock fall here. Like, gives out from under you, but you get the top, Lily's there. What is this guy doing? Uh, he gets the top, he's eyeing your 
Science missile somewhat warily. Make a streetwise check. Uh, a purple and a red. Suss out. <laughs> I don't like think he'll meet Snowball, but maybe he'll meet yeah. Sunshine. Sunshine is... We have to pick Sunshine up later. You'd have to pick her up. She didn't come back? Oh, no. yeah, we'll have to go no, find her. No, it was her. the middle of like, the morning. She didn't yeah. know we were moving. Oh, a despair by two advantages. Alright, despair by two advantages. Back, right? Yeah, I would say that, Lily, you're a little bit concerned that this fellow is putting on a front. And clearly he's not aligned with the rest of these people, but you don't trust him. You think, this guy's pretty tough. He might try to take over your ship at some point at the moment. Strikes him right. Okay. That's why I'd say you're untrusting of him, because it looks like he might try to jack your ship and just blast out of here. Okay. That's your despair, as far as reading his character. Imogen. I had success with one threat. You think part of it is that he just hasn't been around a lot of technology in one concentrated place, and so it's, even though he's not like, not a lot of, like, the rest of these people, like, it's still a little bit of... I mean, it's a science vessel. Unfamiliarity. Everybody's yeah. been so impressed with science. Yeah. It's an intimidating ship. <laughs> well, I know it's locked, but he's not going on that ship first. You want me to take a... Take a, take a strain, yeah. And he's, it looks like it, not startles him, but gives him a lot of pause. Like, he hasn't flown in five years anywhere. Alright, well, I'm a nice person, and everybody else is at the bottom of the cliff, so I say reassuring things. What do you say to him? He's, he's gripping his, like, spear very closely. Don't worry, I've checked out all the systems myself. There's no trouble with her. Got us here all the way from Korhal. Say that. He looks like, what are you doing in a backwater world like Korhal? <laughs> that makes me look at Lily. Is that like <laughs> a nuclear wasteland? <laughs> like, isn't that your capital? It is, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> What's been going on for the past five years? Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure I'm the right person to describe that for you. I guess you haven't really been getting... Haven't been getting news reports, no. No, I haven't. Ah. Well, Don't have a radio. Or I'm, a newspaper. I'm, I'm going to be like, I'll say, Corhol's the capital, and then I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. Do Don't try anything. <laughs> Do you want to make a, like a coercion check? Yeah. Sure. That sounds good. Two reds. Oh, <laughs> this might just be making things worse, but I'm still gonna do it. A blue die because like he's a little off this game in front of the science vessel. Oh, it's <laughs> oh yeah. So I'm just like, don't try. Yeah, yeah, one advantage makes you feel good. Yeah. At least now he knows. Yeah. You're, you're watching <laughs> I wasn't him. Scary, but. You want me to make like a charm check or something? Sure, make a charm and check. Lily makes a coercion check and Imogen is trying to be nice. But apparently I wasn't very coercive, so I probably didn't say enough words to yeah. be... Make a red and a purple. Maybe I said don't touch anything. Yeah, don't touch <laughs> Instead of don't try anything. No, I fail with two advantages. I mean, yeah, you're, you're being nice. Clearly this guy's going to be an ally. You know he's, uh, he's not on board with these other wackos. But he's, he's not opening up a lot to you, too. Okay. That's fine. Good cop, bad cop's not working for us. Oh, we were doing a thing? <laughs> not intentionally. Alright, Lily opens up the ship and goes on board. I've got my hands on again. I'm not going to point it at him, but I'm getting... I hear you. I hear you. I'm ready. <laughs> so I I asked him if he's been to this these coordinates before. Like, Imogen's not sure why this guy... This guy volunteered to be the rep, and yeah. Imogen wasn't really party to like whatever conversation Lily was having with him before. Sure. He has, since I was there once, I helped deliver the device. Oh, so what can you tell us about it? That it's terrible. I meant descriptively, so to help us find it. It's not that big. 
What does that mean? That that looks like a conference three. <laughs> what you just gestured. The ghost carried it herself. Okay. So it could fit in the backpack. But it's a terrible, terrible thing. We have to destroy it. Do you know anything about how it was turned on? Were you there too? Did you Only see this lady of flames? The ghost. Oh. She was carrying it. She turned it on. Only she was entrusted with that information. I was part of the escort. Not that she needed an escort. Cleanup crew, more like it. So, do you know what the purpose for it was? To attract her. Yes. Very good at what it does. So, it was intentional? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because... Was there already a civil war going on at that point? We were we were rebelling against the against the Confederates. Okay, we got some help from this terrorist group. They claimed they could help out with a new weapon. Didn't really know until the last minute that their weapon was the Zerg. Was this the sense of Carhol? Yeah, lots of red. Uh, was 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 who was their 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 Minsk? Yeah, he was he was the leader. So they... they summoned Zerg to your world? Using this device? Yes. To fight the... I mean, the Zerg did a great job cutting up the Confederates. And then they kept up going. You can't stop the Zerg. Understand? Was this the first Zerg attack, or they were already known to be around? We had heard news reports of other planets that had been attacked by these strange beasts, and then these other aliens that came to clean up. Hmm. Well, I have some bad news for you. Like, ain't no news that I can hear that's worse than what I'm living through right now. I'm ready in the ship. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they can talk. Look, our ship's not very big. We can't can't take many people off-world with us. We gotta bite the Zerg off this planet. But, but the actual sector is actually run by Minsk now. What? <laughs> so it worked. He overthrew the Confederacy. That worked. Aye. And, and he took charge. What do you mean he personally took charge? It was supposed to be just a rebellion against the Confederacy. Every world then begins. What do you mean? I'm not from around here, so I'm not really sure the order of things. He's the emperor. And he kind of he looks at you. His eyes kind of. Emperor, what? It's outrageous. That wasn't that wasn't part of the deal. It's not. It's not. It's not what he said. Don't look at me. He looks at you. <laughs> My planet's not part of this empire. <laughs> How, how many more worlds did he summon Zerg to? <laughs> it's not like I didn't fight on his side. Maybe I did. I fought on every side. Yeah, you fought on all sides <laughs> yeah. before. I have no idea. I didn't... I mean, I'd heard people suggest that he might use the Zerg as a tool, but I didn't know the details of it. Yeah, well, he's a terrorist, and, you know, it wasn't worth it to ally with him to throw overthrow the Confederates. These days, the people trying to overthrow him are generally viewed as the terrorists. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, who's, wait, someone's trying to, who's trying to overthrow him? They're like Confederate remnants? Can we call them here? I'll take it, I don't care. I don't think anyone wants to restore the Confederacy. People just want okay, to Okay, fine. Someone new. Down. Who's new? Is there someone who can wipe out the Zerg and this world? Is this guy on drugs or what? <laughs> just a little bit! I mean, at this point, you can, either one of you can do like a medicine check. Uh, I'll say this is hard. Sure, I'll do a medicine check. With your average human intelligence. In my rank of medicine. Thank you very much. Dude, relax. Enjoy the flight. Uh, you can try a charm check. <laughs> I, wasn't even, I wasn't even trying to actually affect anything. I okay, okay. three threats. Success with three threats. 
Yes. He is having a very hard time relaxing. He's like gripping like one of your tables. We have that nice uh, drawing of the, the science missile. Thank you very much, Lex. He's in the, the sensor array or the workbench? He's probably in the workbench. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Options. He's trying to, trying to stay steady. He's gripping his spear very tightly. He seems like he's got some pretty severe PTSD and like he's flying for the first time in a long time and you're not like you're dangling things in front of him that like there's, there's solutions out there that exist that he didn't know about. And like everything he knew also outside of this planet is, is all jumbled up. What are you going to do these three threats? Even take them astray. At this point, I would like a pilot check. I would like to do a pilot check. Two purple. I'm a pilot scout. Maybe not a good one, but I am one. <laughs> two successes and two advantages? Uh, okay. You can take a blue die on your next pilot check. Alright. Because that's, that's going to have to happen at some point. You're moving the general direction. The skies are relatively clear. There's maybe some clouds moving in, so you don't have a perfect visual on the overlying area. The guy has gotten just kind of quiet. He's like, I'm just going to go. Starts to take out the emitter, okay? That's what we have to do. Um, so in response to, like, his questions, though, I will say, like, I don't know if, if this is the sort of action that, like, the raiders would do, but there's certainly groups of mercenaries out there that can be hired, and if there's still things of value around, like, that could be less and less unless they want scrap. To hire people. Like, I don't know, like, what happened to, to the money that used to be on this planet? Stored in the computer, probably, those systems are offline, or maybe you can find a hard drive somewhere, I don't know. Say we're trying to, like, rob a bank here, well, use those credits. I, I'm just saying, like, if a large percentage of the population was wiped out, if they had monetary resources that could be used to okay. hire people to recover your land. planet. claim from the Zerg. He's, he's only partly following, like, your very reasonable uh, approaches. He seems a little, little hung up still. Okay. You are flying over there. I would like... He also can use the sensors at any point. Yeah. I is this I... thing electric? Lily says to him, is this thing electric? Oh, the, yeah. the device? Well, he may or may not understand what I'm talking about, yeah. but yeah, she means the device. Yeah, okay. Uh, he says, yes. I, like, I don't know what powers exactly. Maybe a microfusion cell of some kind. EMP? Uh, we could try using the EMP. Make a two purple knowledge Terran check. Yeah, I'm like, what does this work? We'll do a combined check. Sure. And you guys pull out the pamphlet. Failure with two advantages. I mean, it, the EMP pamphlet says, like, knocks out all electronic equipment, unless it's specifically shielded against this. And, I mean, it, it was advertised as being particularly useful against ghosts. It was. Like, if this is a device that a ghost was specifically required to activate then maybe it would be particularly useful against it, but can Spearman tell us anything about the like the location? Was this uh, inside a bunker? Like uh, No, it was set outside in the center of a, the Confederate uh, headquarters base. That's why we had to fight our way in to get there. So it's inside a building? Well, it's in it's in like their central, in front of their command center. That's where it was. I don't know if it could, could have been moved by then. I don't know if the Zerg built a whole hive around it. But if we can, like, cover up the location, then it would be within range of our EMP. Yes. And the sensors. As we get close, we can try to do a sensor thing to see if we can detect it. Sure. So you're crossing the river now, so you're definitely getting, like, towards that region of space. Yes, you can absolutely run your sensors, perception, or computers. Two purples and a 
black. Because I said it's overcast. Does she have to concentrate on flying, or...? No, you can assist. Okay. I think perception is still her better. Yeah. I will use a story point. In addition to wanting to know if we can pick up emanations from the scanner and stuff, I also would like to know if flying zerg are coming at us. We have success with two threats. As you're heading east, you do pick up, yes, zerg flying signatures. That are currently, they just seem to be patrolling. You're not sure if they've noticed you yet, but you guys aren't hidden in any way other than by clouds. Can I tell whether they're mutilisks or whether they're flying balloons? Uh, they are the flying, exploding suicide guys, it looks like. Okay. They're called Scourge. Hard to get a sample of them. They just like take off their wings, so they just kind of... And then they can probably just blow up whenever they want. You see them, and you also get sensor readings of on the ground. Most of the ground is covered in creep. Which is not a good thing to land in. So, is the creep like up and covering the old buildings and things, or? Actually, yes. The base itself is just slightly out of your like really good sensor range, but you do get like a radar kind of ping, and you like, you think, oh, the base is mostly intact. Like you get a slightly higher resolution scan of it, and then you see like this creep is all over and through the buildings, and the buildings look a lot more like Zerg structures than they did. But they, they're clearly like, oh, you recognize, like, oh, that was a barracks. That was a factory, but now they look all creepy certified. All right. So what are our options in terms of trying to not be attacked by flying zerg? You could try to, like, take a long way around. You could try to juke them through the clouds. You could just irradiate them. You could see if maybe you can just tank the hits. You could try to get them to run a smash into each other. Are they coming at us? Not this instant, but if you don't take action to do anything, they will probably notice you on your way east. They're between you and where you want to go. We could try, like, evasive, like, flying up higher and then coming back down. Like, going up more into the clouds. Oh, well, they might not have as good of... Make a three purple knowledge Zerg check. You're the Zerg expert. <laughs> Pilot scout. You two are three batting back and forth ideas. Oh, I guess you get a blue dyadic for my yeah. help. Well, I succeeded, but three threats? You know a lot about Zerg. Most Zerg are actually hardened enough. They can survive for a short time in a vacuum. So going, like, up, the Scourge could follow you. You might be able to, like, not get noticed by them, but they definitely could just come up higher in the atmosphere. Like, Scourge can fly in space. And Mutilus as well, so. I, no, I think, I think they'll survive in space. Okay. I had just been thinking in terms of not being noticed by them. Right. The irradiating gun is a is a fallback, but these things move really fast, and the gun takes a little while to take effect, so not being noticed by them would be better. Maybe we should actually fly lower, because if we, we like, debate them the ground. and they hit something else. That is definitely possible. Flying lower means you might be in range of, like, hydralists on the ground. However, so that's a secondary risk. What else is down there? Is it trees? I guess there, the clouds. There are some fun. pockets... Where there is land that's not claimed by creep, but most of it is claimed by creep. You don't see a large number of Zerg roaming around, only a few here and there. But it's pretty flat, so it's not like you can bread the needle or... Not like in a lot of places. It looks like this was a built-up area in some sense. Okay. So I guess at this point we'll just try and base the maneuvers to not be noticed, and then if we are, then, then we try... You're them. Okay. Give me a pilot check that is two reds. This is opposed, and I'm increasing. Oh, despair. Oh, no. 
you got two advantages. You are trying to go up and over the Scourge. However, you mistime it and you get caught in a downdraft all of a sudden. Oh no. And it slams you down. I will say the Scourge gets an attack, attempt attacking you. It's not going to instantly blow up on you. But it gets to attempt an attack. This guy has to physically slam into you, so I feel like that's a melee thing. Now you had some advantages, so I'll make it harder for him. But you had the despair, so he's getting the attack in this situation. He has two successes, so yes, he suicides into your science vessel, and I think the best way to handle this is just have your science vessel take a crit. So each of these things, if they successfully attack us, is going to cause a crit? Well, they do blow themselves up on your ship. So Uh, we're about to find out how many crits we can take. You rolled a six. Plus nine is sixteen. Sixteen is rattled. Three system strain, and every occupant takes three strain. So you're up to three strain each individual. Oh, that would really help. Including Spearmint. Including Spearmint, yeah. Spearmint is, he actually needs. Fear check? Yeah, he needs a discipline check. He fails. Snowball's like rolling around. I don't know if he can be rattled as much as he's just rolling around. He's got around. legs. He's yeah. got, does have a lot of legs for now. Uh, Spearmint is not handling well. He's like, we're, we're under attack! Fire back! Fire back! At the, the Confederates are attacking us! Those great fighters will blow us out of the sky! Are there other ones? Other scourges? There's one other scourge. Because that was coming pairs. I guess we shoot that one. Yeah. Certainly feel free to fire back. Yeah. The other scourge is nearby. Do need to roll an attack roll. This is done with gunnery. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, he is medium distance she, away. She second wins it. Ooh, nice. And then maybe... Upgrade? You got two story points. No, I was going to do the flashback. Oh, the flashback. So it gives me two, so that turns me into nice. two yellows and two greens? Is that right? Yes. All right. It is gunnery, so it could be like any sort of a fighter pilot sort of scenario. Or, or it could be in like a tank, like a vehicle mounted weapons. Yeah. It could be shooting something that's flying. I think you were on the the bridge of a battle cruiser, actually. Not one as big and fancy as the Hyperion. Okay. But you're on the bridge and you're at the gunnery station. You're in deep space, actually. You hear the commanding officer shout, like, oh, crew's reporting! Fire when ready! He's got a very thick... Uh, there is nobody I haven't fought under. <laughs> no sign I haven't fought for. Uh, no, this guy's not actually UED. Like, you, okay. you turn around, maybe he is, but you don't see any UED sigils anywhere. In fact, you don't see any unified logo system around. You turn back to your console, the target reticles light up on a... It looks like a freighter of some kind in deep space, taking a break. Are you a pirate? You light up the cannons, and these are actual, like, rotary cannons. Like, most battlecruisers have, like, missiles or even lasers or... No, you've got, like, actual rotary cannons. Gatling gun? You have a Gatling gun. But it's just not enough to penetrate the armor. And uh, your captain is like, forget that. Fire up the Yamato gun, and you, you have to take a big key. And you and the captain both okay. turn a key at once. And this huge, like, you can see the energy spike on your, like, reactor readout right next to you. And it's 110%, 120%, whatever. And the energy condenses in front of your battle cruiser, and then it launches off. It's like a nuclear explosion that you direct, kind of. And you blast this uh, freighter. And then the captain... Oh, crap! That would catch glued it. <laughs> We're dumb pirates. And Lee Lily say, that was dumb. Yeah, that was dumb. That was dumb. 
So that's that's what the Yamato burger was named after? That indeed was what the Yamato burger was named after. Maybe I was a spy and I just kept taking... Maybe I was a mercenary. You were probably a mercenary at one point. <laughs> You're a mercenary now, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, and I said this was two purple range and it is a black for their defensive yes. nature. They're so adept. Three successes and an advantage. Okay, so the ship can recover one strain. Okay. With that. You've hit, you've hit the Scourge, you've lit it up with this irradiated blast. It is currently in the process of melting. You will need to survive one round. It has one chance to try to connect with you. Can I do any invasive maneuvers, or is that is it too close? What's the deal? You can, but it's going to be harder because you're also shooting. Yeah, that's true. And Spearmint is not helping because he's... Well, Imogen would like mind. to calm him down. Ah! What do you do? Leadership. Leadership, that sounds good. It is a red and two purples, because it's against his discipline. What do you say, in case that triggers anything? I'd like to appeal to his military training. He was a soldier before. His planet needs him to, like, tap back into that. You know, you need to remember your training, and you need to uh, stay level-headed, and that's that's the only way we're going to get through all this. Okay, I think you can take a point that. Four successes and one threat. You do manage to, to get through to them. It's an early chance, right? Right. My goal kind of is to, like, keep him from distracting Lily, like... Okay, you've definitely succeeded at that. He is no longer, like, he was, like, rattling, mumbling away in the corner. But he steals himself. He knows there's something he can do right here. Uh, but he's at least quiet and non-distracting. Possibly getting ready to make a move. <laughs> now I worry more. <laughs> Is there something with this threat? I think you can take a strain. Uh, so, I would like you to make an opposed pilot check against this Scourge. So it is a red and a purple and a black. To see if you can evade it. Am I allowed to give her a blue die as yes. a maneuver? Yes. Like, you can in explain the, in how In the you're combat doing. sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I did an action and I get a maneuver. Yes, absolutely. This would be the whole... Keeping him quiet and out of the way. Keeping him quiet, calling out like where the scourge is, like oh he went above us. It could be that she's closer to him, so I know yes. that he can't. Like she can try to stop him. Okay, didn't roll a despair, so that's a little better. A success and an advantage, yeah. You start playing the game of chicken with the scourge because it is faster than you, so you can't just outrun it. Right. It turns on an incredibly tight radius. It's a small, incredibly nimble creature, so you have to play chicken at the last minute. Duck out of the way. Good thing she's keeping him calm. Yeah, because it is a kind of a rocky ride. You don't have threats there, so no one has to like hold on. You keep nice, reasonably smooth. So, but I got an advantage. Is that heel strain on the ship? Or... It can be the ship or to you. Yeah, it might be better for me because I can get in the zone with the ship. You can breathe yeah. a sigh of relief as you like watching the what is effectively a rearview mirror, which is not. Uh, well, here. I think Lily actually like she actually enjoys like successfully maneuvering. Like the Goliath and Hoverbike and uh, stuff, so. It's fun. rolling. She feels one with the machine. I mean, there are all those, like, uh, logical conduits that hang down from the top that you clearly you can plug into if you were a cyborg. I might be. Possibly, you never know. You juke up at the last minute, Scourge continues on, it's still covered in this green cloud, and you can just see it melt completely, crash down into the ground. End of encounter? End of encounter. Cool or discipline your way to some strain. Yes, you guys do break through the clouds a little bit as you get closer to the beacon site. 
but you can see the vast majority of this area is covered in, in creep. There's like little mesas every now and then where you think you can probably land safely. So can we can we detect the device? Give me a perception check. A purple and a red. Just me or working together? Whoever you can be working together, sure. Okay. I'm gonna roll because if there's advantages, I'm going to use them for strength. <laughs> Two successes and a triumph. You turn your sensors on. You turn. You're through the clouds. You can turn the optical. You can't physically see, but you can zoom in on a, an area. You see there is a bit of a clearing, uh, surrounded by several. It looks like infested buildings of some kind. Like you see that command center. You see a factory, something like that, and you see. It looks like a little like regiment the word that comes to mind of Zerg. Like, moving in a like, surprisingly orderly rectangular fashion in this kind of way. They seem to be marching. This is very alarming. This is, you've never seen Zerg move like this. Like, they swarm, as far as you can see. It look, these Zerg look like they're trained. Never seen Zerg do before. What kind of Zerg are they? Primarily hydralisks. Now that you're looking at it a little closer, you see a few hydralisks, and like, in front of them, like, clearly as some sort of, like, Vanguard or like predecessors, like a larger number of Zerglings, and clearly like nice lines. Are they just doing maneuvers, or are they like parading past something? Or? They seem to be doing a maneuver. Yes, so they'll march for a little ways, and then something will happen, and they'll like half wheel left, continue onward. Are they doing this in a field? Or are they doing like? Is this like a long parade of Zerg? It's not a long parade. It seems to be in a large field, and they're sort of going back, going forth, here and there. Where is this in relation to the device? Ah, the device. You have a triumph. Uh, so in addition to these Zerg, you see kind of tucked away next at the base of a cliff near this field. You see a Protoss. You have the triumph. He's holding something that looks like your, your like, energy signature is like, yeah, that's probably that device. And he looks like he's doing something to it, clearly. Using it to control the Zerg, perhaps. Perhaps, and I will say, you had the Triumph. As you're watching, you see the Zerg do this orderly fashion, and then it breaks down and the Zerg start attacking each other. Or some of them start wandering off. Oh, once they get out of range or something? Maybe. You're not 100% sure. You can certainly make a red and two purples knowledge Zerg check. You can work together on this yeah. as you're looking at this. And... You can have a blue die for me. <laughs> We're like, what the hell? Yeah, you've got I the video screen. I think it's the Protoss part that I don't... So maybe you're like, maybe he's blah, blah, blah. One success and one advantage. Do you remember some strength? Yes. This is not how Zerg work. <laughs> like, I say that. This is not how Zerg work. Yes. Zerg have never shown any capacity for learning of that nature. The very kind. thought that Zerg would march... Absurd. No one's ever seen a Zerg. <laughs> well, I was wondering if they all have little tech in their head. And what they definitely don't have tech. These are pure-looking okay. organic Zerg. They do look a little more ragged, like beat up, than typical Zerg that you might have seen. So they're not regenerating as well. But there's no hives anymore, right? There are no hives anymore. That is correct. The hives help them heal, or they just... That, you're not sure. Okay. Maybe it's just renewed numbers. Yeah, but your assessment would be like... Something is controlling these Zerg in some way. And we know that this device was used to draw them to the planet. Yes, that would be the logical conclusion. All right, how much open space is there around where the Protoss has the device? So there's a lot of creep there. Creep is, 
is a train that I know Lily can move over. I want to know like where the creatures are that could attack us versus where are the devices. They're like maybe a hundred meters away. And right now they're like they've stopped marching and they're rambling about. Alright. Can I make a knowledge protoss check? Sure. Based on whatever I'm seeing on these sensors. Yes. I've met a few protoss. Yeah. This uh, is gonna be I've a I've seen a Zelnaga thing before. Yeah, this is a hard check and a black. I will take a blue die from you. <laughs> Just being generally resocialized calm. <laughs> Failure with three advantages. You know it's super weird that there's this Protoss here. Yeah, but I don't recognize him as belonging to any sect or... No, I mean, he's not wearing like any kind of fancy armor or anything. Okay, can I take Strain back? Yes. Like, I look at him like, okay, well he doesn't look like one of those Bloodhunter type things. No, he does not so look like that. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Just what we need. <laughs> I will say he does have a, at least one functional side gauntlet on. Yes, so Arm thingy. There's not a lot of great places to land in the immediate vicinity, but there's some... You can take your chances on the creep as well. The creep's attached to your ship. And... We can scrape it off later. Do any MP it before we sit down? Before we crash? <laughs> Do we have any sense about the range of our EMP devices? We can definitely go out to, like, on a personal level, long range. So we would be able to reach the device without landing? Yes, you could EMP the device without landing, but you'll be low enough that potentially you could get shot at by something. Well, if we land, we'll also be low enough that we can get shot at. Yeah. We're EMPing the Protoss, is that? That would be the center of the, yeah. Okay. Now you know that the EMP, like, most devices will eventually come back on. Yeah. So it gives you a certain time window. That's fine. I, I think it's a good place to start. Okay. On the offensive. All right. Computers. No, this is gunnery too. Okay. You, it is a physical missile that you have to fire. Oh. This is going to be two purples, probably. You're not targeting, like, it's going to be very hard to hit the Protoss in the face, specifically. Uh, well, so. we're not trying to, like, knock the Protoss of the missile. Yeah, so just two purples. I don't think it's going to affect him. Oh, I don't know. I don't think, you know, well, I don't think it's going to affect him. He has cloaking technology that's currently uh, turned off. I, for all I know, it, like, totally gives a psionic a very terrible headache, but I, I don't think that's going to affect him. <laughs> oh, okay, success of two advantages. You launch this EMP, missile goes out. You are well clear of the range of the EMP, which it is possible to fire it uh, within your own range if you want to do something crazy. You do that, blast out. You can see the device kind of at distance, kind of fizzles a little bit, and you also give me two ripple perception checks. Can I take the blue die for the yes. advantages, yeah, or should absolutely. I do that for like a piloting? No, you can take it for this. Three successes and one threat. Two successes and one threat. Okay, you can each take a string for those threats. You both notice this Protoss, he must have had like an energy shield of some kind, and you just knocked it out. <laughs> so you got his attention. <laughs> also turned off his device. Yeah, he was clearly doing something with it, and all of a sudden... He's kind of confused as the shield drops, and now he's scanning the skies. <laughs> he's got an ignited blade now. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, Psygauntlets not affected by the EMP device. <laughs> that is correct. Psygauntlets are not affected by the EMP device. They're not the same type of electronic. So what did the Zerg do? I mean, you made your perception checks. The Zerg don't seem to notice or care about the EMP. Maybe a couple Hydralists watch the missile, and then... Doesn't hurt them, they don't mind. 
they were done with their marching formation anyway. Yes, so they were, some of them are still attacking each other. Some of them are wandering around. We'll give some of them a vigilance check to see if they notice you. you or, did. you know, the Protoss. One success. Yes, there is a Hydralis that has taken note of your science vessel and thinks that that needs to come down. Well, we'll lens them. Yep, he is headed in your direction. It's a new encounter, so that means that the gas charger can be used again. The it radiator. is, yes, a new encounter. You do know that a Hydralisk is a lot more sturdy than a Scourge. You're not sure if one irradiate will take him down. It doesn't hurt him a lot. Well, maybe we can at least weaken some of them. Because I, I got the sense that we could hit multiple things with the radiation cloud. Or you hit, yeah, yeah, If you have advantages, you can get, like, the blast effect. Okay. And then the EMP, does that need to recharge, or what's the deal with that? That's once per encounter. Okay. So, like, each item is sort of a once per encounter thing. Okay. Until you get the fancy Mobius reactor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Until you get that, you know, the software unlocked. So, Hydralisk heading this way. Yes. We have to land regardless, because either we're confiscating that thing or we're destroying that thing, and either of those we need to leave the ship to do. So, we do have to deal with this Hydralisk, and uh, hopefully Saffron can take a spine or two. One way to find out. Alright, then we'll shoot him with the radiation. Okay. Two purples and a black. Is this like a vehicle level weapon? It's like, like a vehicle level weapon, but it's not like a big cannon or a missile. It's like it only does burn damage, sort of. And so it slowly wears down. I haven't mechanically been rigorous about what it's doing. Yeah, it's just like something happens and then eventually something They happens. slowly melt away, but some Zerg might just be able to... A big Zerg could probably just tank it. It's not going to die. A Hydralisk, it's going to get really hurt. It was already hurt. Maybe it'll be enough to take it down, but it will take longer than with a Scourge. Well, if I don't succeed, you don't even have to decide that. That's true. It's fine now. Is there anything Imogen can do to help? I mean, you're at the computers. You can offer assistance in this context. I guess in the targeting. Yeah. All right. So one success. You hit him with the irradiated blast. He is not liking that at all. He is going to make discipline. He fails. Okay. You start irradiating him. He's on the creep. He doesn't want to deal with that. You see this hydralis burrow into the ground right where he is. You can still see, like, blood popping up occasionally. He's still taking the radiation damage. How do Hydralis burrow? Does he How like, does Zerg burrow? Does uh, he, like, dig, or does he go down? He does not just... have to dig with his... He doesn't have hands. He has, like, big claws, right? Yeah. So he goes down feet first? Feet first. Somehow. Okay. Somehow. He uh, just, like, descends quicksand style into... That creep. is what it looks like, yeah. All right, that creep is deeper than I thought. It's not all three. You can make a two purple knowledge Zerg check. This isn't super arcane. One threat. And two success. Yeah, two success and a threat. Uh, you can take that as strain, but you do know that most Zerg, pretty much all Zerg on the ground, can burrow into the ground, unless they're huge. Okay. Uh, and they can, they like vibrate at an extremely high frequency to like literally like dig through the ground. Okay. So unless it's solid rock, they can probably burrow. So Zerg can be anywhere. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time... This is Dicey Stories, reminding you, don't be dumb.